What up, y'all? Welcome back to the Degenerate Take. Today, it's Matt here with my great friend Landon from South Carolina. And today, we're going to discuss a little bit about what it's like living off the beaten path. Um, Landon is not like your normal everyday person. He's a traveler. He's a nomad, an airbender, some might say. Um, I would definitely say. And he's going to tell us a little bit about what that's like, you know, not to go to college right after getting out of high school you know, not to get the nine to five job, but to kind of do what he wants to do and, you know, just be able to live that life and make himself happy doing it. So the last place you said you went was Puerto Rico, right? Yeah. So why, why don't you tell us a little bit about Puerto Rico and what that's like? Um, so most people believe Puerto Rico to be, um, because it's a U.S. territory, it's a very American base. And I yeah. guess... Um, I guess the reason why I fell in love with traveling, um, looking back at it now, was probably the same reason why I continue to go back to Puerto Rico is because it continues to um, defy the expectation. And Does I think, it get better and better, kind of every time you go. Okay, so that's a good question. The first time I've ever, the first time I ever went, it failed my expectation, and really? I think that's what I loved about it is because I had this grand expectation. Okay, this is going to remind me of Cancun. Like it's going to be very resort based. Um, it's going to be, um, food like like international food right off the bar. Like you know, I don't know, right off the plane. Just that but American. What, what experience. was it actually like that first time? Um, shell shock. I went into you get out of the like you get out of the um airport and you see like um this huge like thing that it looks like a prison and it's the u.s food drug administration um <laughs> and then you get past that and it is nothing but like what i would consider so you got to get through the fda first yeah yeah, yeah. so then what, what's it like after that um you road signs are in spanish mm -hmm. um you want to make a reservation for a car and they ask you you're there's no thing as a street it's mm -hmm. calle you know um all foods it's like s schools are spoken in are taught in spanish so even if you're ordering food they they know you're a gringo that's a term where you're a white person or you're american and um, yeah i actually want to ask you a little bit about that yeah. like what can, can you speak a little bit to, like, what it's like to be, especially, I mean, you look like an American. For sure. You know? Yeah. Like, this This is America, right? <laughs> yeah, <for sure. laughs> all, all up right here. For sure. So, like, what's it like being an American traveling in some of these countries? Um, it's weird because you go to some countries and, wow, you're an American. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, we're gonna, we respect you because you're American. And then some people are view us as like kind of not pre-evolution but they view us pre-modern society as like oh you're an american you're just here to ignorantly spend your money enjoy mm -hmm. what we have and then take it yeah and then just skip out yeah yeah and that's it and um so i think what's really um like I was saying, defying the expectation is when you sit there and you talk to the locals and it's like, hey, I'm a little bit more... Like, even you're surprising them with the expectation when they meet an American. Mm -hmm. um, and so, just like... Because we, we do have that stereotype. Oh, for of, sure. Of what we're like. For sure. Yeah. yeah. And then, um, you know, I talk a little slower and you, to them, I'm Southern. The southern I'm real slang. Southern. Yeah, you know? The draw. Uh, yeah. And they they even ask questions about that, you know? Like, 
I don't I can't say a specific question, but they definitely mm-hmm. they pick up on it. They know. All right, so you were in Puerto Rico. Where are you going next? I'm going to the Yucatan Peninsula. I'll be going to Cancun. Um, I'm gonna drive down, uh, Playa del Carmen, and then I'll be in Chetumo, which is a border city on the, um, Yucatan Peninsula between uh, Belize and Mexico. What are you gonna do down there? In the Yucatan? Oh, I'm just going to go send it. Like, I'm going to go snorkeling. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Um, Eat tons of food, drink lots of margaritas, tequila taste. So how how old were you when you started traveling? I was 17. You were 17. Now, typically, you know, you graduate high school, 18 years old, and you're just sent off, you know, like, goodbye, go to to school, go to college for four more years, then you'll you'll work for 40 years, and then you'll die. Um, But you, you skipped all of that. Did, sure. did you, you graduated high school? Um, doing, uh, sort of, yeah. kind of, what, what yeah. does that mean? Um, I had dropped out of high school, um, and then gone through kind of like, um, education assistance program, kind sure. of like a GED, but mm-hmm. I would graduate to a high school program. Okay. Um, so it was kind so of like, like an equivalent almost. Yeah. For okay. Sure. Cool, cool, cool. Um, and, uh, after that, um, my dad um, he doesn't have a two-year degree. He has no form of education, mm-hmm. and he does pretty well for himself. And I think that my dad, um, my mother doesn't have an education either. She doesn't have a two-year degree, and she also does pretty well for herself. And they That's kind awesome. of, yeah, okay. Uh, <laughs> they instilled in me that um, just to go out and college will always be there. Yeah. But the opportunity to... Um, go and travel and do things without a student loan, without a mortgage, without a partner. Mm-hmm. To yeah, college might be free in the future too. Might there as well wait. Yeah. So you, did you just go out on your own at the age of 17 or did you stay home and work for a little while? Like how did that come about? Um, so I was 16 when I left home. Um, I got emancipated from the state of South Carolina and then so I was technically my own free man. Did I you, left. you did that to travel? Um... No, okay. I did that uh, to kind of get away from my parents. Okay. Um, yeah. And then um, I kind of just would go back. At first it was like, oh, I'm going to drive to Atlanta because it was the farthest big city away. And then I started to meet people. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I was like, I'm going to live here. And then I kind of... In Atlanta? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and then I've done crazy... Like when I, when I was like 16, 17 in Atlanta, I was like... Like... In Fulton County, like the parks, I would go and sleep underneath their, um, like bridges and stuff like that, oh, or like bridge, the or oh, like the like children like the slide, children's like the playground. children's yeah. playground. Yeah, the slide. What was that of, like? Um, were you like scared at that point, or was that just something you were doing? Like, what did what did that feel like to you? Thrill. Thrill. Absolutely. So, so you yeah. almost kind of seat that out a little bit, or is yeah. that part of your life that like you're happy it's over with? No. Um. To you only grow when you're uncomfortable, and I've been in situations now where, um, people are like, it's it's not that self respect, but if you get in a sticky situation and you're like, I don't know what to do, and I'm in your group, you're probably going to ask me, um, okay. because I've been through those uncomfortable situations, I guess, where I've, not I'm not gonna say I've grown, but mm-hmm. um, well, you've been there before, yeah, you know do. what to do, yeah. You got that little bit of experience. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so 16, 17, you're out in Atlanta trying to figure out what the fuck's going on. When did you start, like, 
getting on a plane and just going um, places. So after I was 17, um, I went back to South Carolina and I ran away with a girl. Um, Typical. Yeah. I went to Colorado and then um, went to university for a semester. And then that's when I realized, like, this is not for me. Okay. And up until up until that point, I'd never been on a plane. So mm-hmm. I didn't even know that, like... So you drove from Atlanta to Colorado. Yeah. You went to school for a semester. Yep. You're like, fuck this. This isn't for me. Absolutely. And were you still with the girl when you decided to leave? Uh, leave school? Yes. Okay. Leave... Start traveling? No. Okay. At first, it was like, honestly, it was like, I'm going to shit on you. Like, I'm going to go. I think Coachella <laughs> happened, like, right afterwards. Yeah. And I was like, all right, you're, you want to go to Coachella? Oh, I'm going to go to L.A. and I'll stay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I think I was in L.A. for, like, 15 days before and after Coachella. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after that, I, um, I made really good money in Colorado. And I was able to get, like, a 10% um, like a 10% discount if I paid my rent on, um, as one lump sum. Um, so I had already done that and I was like, my rent's paid off for. So if I leave at this point, I'm not taking a financial burden. Mm -hmm. Um, it's just kind of like money lost. Mm -hmm. So I think at that point, that's when I started to get on a plane and I was in LA and I was like, I'm in love with this. And instead of buying a like, I had already had a round-trip ticket to go back to Denver. Did you go back? No. No. Where'd uh, you end up going? I think I went to Reno, Nevada. And I think I actually didn't even take it on a plane. Why I, Reno, Nevada? Um, That's such a obscure place to go. Truthfully, I had a fake ID, and <laughs> I was not Did you 21. want to <laughs> Yeah. And I was like, it was literally Laughlin, Nevada, Reno, Nevada, or Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to Vegas because my, my card's going to, like... You're going to get ID'd. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Laughlin is more towards Arizona. It's like Lake Havasu area. And that would be fun, but I couldn't get a bus in there. Mm-hmm. And I think I took a Greyhound, actually, from L.A. No to sure. uh, Reno, Nevada. And then after that, um, I think I finished up my lease. And then I have not paid for rent at a place since... Oh, yeah. So why, why don't you tell our audience a little bit about, you know, you... So you, you don't have a permanent home per se. For um sure. like what is and like don't get into specifics because that's not for anybody to know. But like you mentioned the other day, like car insurance is like your biggest like it's like monthly yeah. expense, yeah. you know, where like the everyday person has like, you know, rent, school, yeah. Uh, yeah. student loans they're making up for, etc. So like from a cost basis, right, perspective of doing what you do, which is like traveling what 85,000 miles yeah. a year something like 75, that 75 85 yeah. 75 85,000 miles a year um relative to like you know settling down and living a stationary life is it more expensive or um, is it even is it around the same is it less expensive what what are they looking at if they wanted to kind of alter a little bit i would say it is the same it's the exact same as living your day-to-day life but is Harder to save. Okay. Um, when you're out there, like I make sacrifices that people don't even know about. Like I don't have Uber Eats on my phone. Like I don't. First word problems. You know, I, <laughs> you know, but I like, I can't even tell you just things off the top of my head, but I make sacrifices that I don't think people are consciously aware of. Like, because for me, I don't eat three Uber Eats meals and then it's like, all right, I just have a one, I just bought a one way ticket. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, all right, if I can sleep on that, if I can sleep on the plane there, I can sleep on the plane back, and I'm going for a three day trip. That means I pretty much only have to get a one night stay. 
Okay. So let's do this cheap Airbnb. I've already paid for my Airbnb. I've already paid for my flight because I didn't even download Uber Eats. And so now, like out of my cost pocket, I'm paying for maybe an Airbnb and my co- my flight back. And so it's not even about saving more. It's almost about like a reallocation, right? Yeah, like if yeah, you're for somebody, sure. like, and a lot of people don't even realize how much money they spend on like basic everyday yes. shit. You know, if I totaled up how much money I spent at like Taco Bell on a monthly basis, I would probably like give my like power of attorney to somebody else because like it's dangerous how much money we spend on like small little things we don't even realize if you smoke any form of nicotine you're probably wasting like at least two hundred dollars a month you know what i'm saying you know just like small little things and like especially right now when traveling is so fucking cheap Cheap. people just don't realize like how far that money can stretch for sure yeah Yeah. that's crazy so you're going to guatemala yeah after cancun yeah Tell yeah. is this the first time you're going like deep Latin America? Um, Central America. I went. I've Central been, America. That's what I'm at. Um, I'm not gonna say the sketchy three, but the sketchy three are Nicaragua, Honduras. And Why are they called that? And El Salvador. They're they're just the, have a bad reputation. Uh, of the group, Belize has fed off a lot of from Cancun, so they're up and bringing. Okay. Um. Costa Rica and Panama are just, they have democracies and they are just, they've been able to figure it out. Panama with their airlines, they just are the connector to whatever. And um, nine times out of 10, you ask American if they've been to Central America, it's probably Costa Rica. Okay. So they've just, they've been able to figure out with tourism. Um, but those two countries down there, they just, they they have great, rep, like good rep, like just good repertoire. And then those three are just considered, um, the sketchier of the bunch, I guess. Okay. <laughs> um, they they just have that bad reputation for yeah, whatever for sure. reason that bad reputation yeah. may be. Yeah, yeah. That's a Guatemala. That's such an interesting place to go. But you've been everywhere, so like you've got to start trying out new places. Yeah. How many? So uh, there's fifty states. I don't know how many cities we fucking have. How many states have you been to in twenty twenty alone? Um. I would probably give myself, in between forty three and forty. Five, forty six. Okay, so like with a variation. fucking all of them. Yeah. Okay, basically, that's a that's incredible. Not and Hawaii, not Alaska, but then and then there's just spots. Have you been to any that you wish you would have gone to, or ha- <laughs> haven't been to any that you wish you would have gone to? Um, maybe Maine. Maine is actually really nice. Yeah. Not in the winter. I mean, it's. Oh, I don't think there is a Maine go. in the winter. I, like I think it's just snow. That's like in Game of Thrones, it's like north of the wall, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean... But in the summer, it's really, really pretty. And they've got the... I think it's their capital, it's called Portland. And it's uh, just like really kind of like yeah. hippie lobster main Oh, town. yeah, for it's sure. It's super cool, yeah. super cool. Yeah. No, I, I like Maine. Yeah. We call it the, the south of the north. Oh, for... I give that to Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania's... The south of the north. No, it's it's not anything. <laughs> or maybe that's Maryland. <laughs> it's like... Actually, I might give that to Maryland. Maryland's a weird state. They, like, kind of don't exist. Like, there's Baltimore, but, like, you can drive... What's under Maryland? Virginia? Virginia and then Pennsylvania right above it. And, like, you can drive Virginia, Maryland, Pennsylvania, but be in Maryland for, like, three minutes. Oh, I know. It's incredible. I know. Like, there'll be a sign, like, welcome to Maryland, and it's, like... And it's uh, on top of a bridge. And then the sign at the end of the bridge is welcome to Pennsylvania. Yeah. You know, like, it's incredible. Like, you just cross the river or something like that. That um that's a good point with um 
with not, with you said allocations, you also really have to if you're gonna make the benefit and you're gonna send it full force and you're gonna go, I want to travel and I'm gonna do it. Um, I didn't just when I started to travel like I would say full time. I didn't do it. Um, it wasn't a light switch. I kind of had to figure out. All right, this is how I'm gonna do it. It was it. gradual. And, mm-hmm. okay. Um, and then when I made that decision, I was living in Florida and I had moved to Florida f- because they don't have income tax, and so like you were saying, like. Maryland, you can be in there for three minutes. So if Pennsylvania's minimum wage is higher, live in live in Maryland, drive to Pennsylvania every day to work. You're only three minutes away. You're that gonna makes get sense. A, you're gonna get a better benefit by doing that. So you kind of have to look like your things that are considered uncanny and um things that people would look at and just jump over. I look at as a way, oh, what can I sacrifice here? How can I how can I get something out of this that most people just are like, oh, yeah, that's just a loss. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you kind of have to think outside of the box. Yeah. You know, something like that. Yeah. All right, so I think one of my next questions was like, if there was somebody who was like really inspired by like, even like watching this or maybe like they just come to like the idea of their own fruition of like, hey, I kind of want to do what that guy does. Like, what would your, be your first piece of advice? Um, do it. That's it? And get lost. Like Nike symbol? Yeah. Just do it? Yeah. Uh, go in a place. Actually, my, 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 first, my real advice would be just do it for real. Um, but then if I could lead you, f- like, onwards, I would say book a ticket to a place you've never been. Mm-hmm. Um, if you need that sense of comfort to be like, oh yeah, well, I'm going to get an Airbnb or I'm going to get a hotel here on Mainstay, that's cool. But don't look up, what am I going to do when I get to Denver or Phoenix? Go there. And then when you land, just kind of ask somebody at the airport, where's a good place to eat? And then go there. And then after you sit there for a second, just kind of be like, hey, what's around here? And then instead, just like lead your, like lead your, lead your story or lead that, trip or exploration by like not by the locals or by basically what i'm saying don't lead it by your expectation because if you're your own like if your expectation is okay phoenix is a hot desert town it kind of sucks and there's nothing to do then you're going to get to phoenix it's going to be hot deserty and it's going to suck and there's nothing to do yeah exactly and so those places where it's like it's it's definitely not high expectations and it's not so low expectations either it's kind of like no expectations yeah don't have expectations and that um i say like i don't even when i travel i try not to take ubers i try to just get in the car and or i mean i just try to get on the street and just use my feet and start walking and if i get to a corner it's like left right i try to look at street signs look at poles if something's an advertising it's like hey let's go to this smoke shop all right i'm walking in there um every opportunity that you have to your every advertising is everywhere and so even advertising of people advertising of places advertising of culture um that every second and every um ability that people that you give mm-hmm. people are going to take and so okay. you're you're always absorbent of that information okay what would you say the so i'm sure there's a lot of people out there who are going to be like well, you know, you can't travel to some of these places. They're fucking dangerous. You know, I'm going to get hurt. I might get murked. You know, like, I'm, I'm putting myself in a bad situation. You know, the conversations I've had with you is like, you've been in dangerous situations, but it's like, it's, well, at least, why don't, why don't you tell us a little bit about that? 
Okay, so I have been in situations where it's like, um, I've been at a train station, got off the train, um, I guess I was on my phone maybe Googling, trying to where I'm going, I'm definitely by myself, um, there's a language barrier there, um, I'm in Liberia, Costa Rica, um, which is not San Jose, they don't, they're not gonna speak English half as much, sure. and, um, I definitely know this guy wants my shoes, um, and it's not in a situation that's like, what do I do if I don't give him my shoes? It's more or less like, you're in a predicament where it's like, where, how do I get myself, not how do I get myself out of it, but what's the safest route? And if that's giving up your shoes, it's like, Hey man, here's my shoes. Have a great day. Um, and the only thing, if fear is going to be the biggest setback for you, then you're going to, you're going to miss out on a lot of things in life because, um, fear of people and fear of what, like, sometimes you can go in those places and they're like, you're an American. Let me take a picture with you and mm-hmm. of you. And, and that's, sign a, that's a, that's a nice experience. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And then you're going to get people. I mean, and it's, it's more even than there's like the fear of, you know, people or places. It's like also the fear of like leaving your little comfortable bots, yeah. you know, like yeah. I'm going to leave my nine to five day job. I'm not going to go to college. Like. I've been told to by everybody in my life. Like yeah. that's, that's brave to, you know, like step yeah. out and do. Yeah. You got a, my night, 2019, I try to write something every, it's new year's. I try to write something every new year's like I was saying. Um, I think 2019 was, um, being comfortable and I just, you only grow when you're uncomfortable. <clears throat> and so to be in those situations where it's like, dude, I'll never forget that man's face. I could draw it out. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I could, to be uncomfortable in those situations probably made me grow in a way that if I mean, I'm not gonna say I wouldn't be scared if somebody put me to gun like gunpoint, but I think I would be I would not immediately be like, Oh my god. I would kinda of be like this not I wouldn't go, This reminds me of mm-hmm. but I would definitely be like, Okay, Wayne and you've been here. This is for me. Yeah, so like not that you would be comfortable, but you would be more comfortable because you've been in situations. I would be familiar like that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So that's almost that almost gives you like an edge in like those kind of situations because you've been here before, you know how to handle it a little bit better. Um, you're not acting out of like complete raw fear. For sure. You're and acting that, out of that, but also the experience of situations yeah. like that. And that, that translates into life as well because um, whereas when you, when you're in fear, when you have taken a loss, when you have um, been destructive when you've done something, you are sitting there and then you have to swallow all of that before you go, all right, now what do I do to make it better? Whereas like, I'm not saying I've, I've hit the bottom, but in those predicaments, bro, I don't have shoes. I've already, I'm, what do you mean swallow that? Like, I don't, there's no point in making makeshift shoes. It's like, I've already, I've had to swallow that before my shoes were even given. I was already willing to swallow that pill before I had to give up my shoes knowing I was going to have to walk home after I just got off of a train. Like, mm-hmm. um, in life itself, if you're going to, you know, like, I don't know. I just, if that's, you got to step that. outside your box. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So what is, let's, let's backtrack a little bit. What's your favorite place to visit in the U S Salt Lake city. Why? Expectations. Okay. Most people think expectations because of Salt Lake are, um, that because Mormons. it's in Utah, it's Mormon, it's really red. Um, what does red mean? Republican, you know? Oh, okay. Um, it's really conservative, things of the sort. And um, I think 
um, not LGBTQ, but I mean, just gay in general, like Mm -hmm. um, male, male. I think Salt Lake has the third highest per capita rate of um, same sex households. So you get there and then you see gay people holding hands while they're walking beside the Muslim, like Muslim, the um, Islamic. No. What are you looking for? Um, what so it, first was are you the, Jewish? The people, no, the people in Salt Lake. Just, Mormon. Yes, yes. Uh, so different. The gay people. <laughs> the gay people are like walking beside the Mormon church and mm-hmm. they're holding hands and where you would expect a Mormon church to be like. That's really frowned upon. Like, they kind of roll, you know. They roll with the punches. Yeah. They just are like, all right, well, come in. So you like Salt Lake City as much as you do, kind of like you went there and experienced something that you never thought you would. Like, to the point that I would, most people go, why don't you live there? And it's because, like, it's such a special place that I only want to visit to, to, like, Mm -hmm. keep that passion. Sure. Okay. Yeah. So that's your number one. Why don't you give us a top three U.S. cities? Um, give us give us a top three U.S. cities, just like your top three, and then give us right. a top three U.S. cities to visit or travel to. Okay. So di- different top three, and um, they they can be interchangeable. Um, Salt Lake City would be my favorite. Uh, Spokane, Where's Washington. Um, it's Washington on, State. Yep, it's on the know. eastern side of Washington. Um, it's on the border of Idaho, and you just get some interesting. It's really stonerish. Okay. I think that's why I like it. The community there is hippie. Yeah, but it's the different. It's not. It's not rich hippie like Seattle. Mm-hmm. It's like, OG hippie like we are here first. Kind of like Portland, or different. To from me, Portland. Portland's like little sister hippie to Seattle. Denver, OG OG. Okay. Seattle, rich and white. Okay. Spokane. OG of, OG hippie of Washington, but closest to truly authentic hippie pe like hippie hippie people, mm-hmm. and then Portland is like the little sister that tries to keep up, and then what's the new little little sister is uh, Asheville, North Carolina. Yeah, I've heard a lot of good yeah, stuff. Yeah, they're about trying Asheville. to be they're trying to push that hippie. Austin, Texas is pretty weird too. Well, they're going to be the new Silicon Valley. Oh, for sure. Yeah, which yeah. is, that's a whole different, you know, conversation yeah, we could have. Yeah. All right, so Spokane, Salt oh, Lake yeah. City, what's number three? Um, Your top three. Those are so fucking random. Yeah. Spokane, Washington State. Yeah, and most people say uh, Spokane. Spokane. Yeah, Spokane. Um, okay, and... Don't prob- think about it too hard. Probably actually home Clearwater, Florida. Okay. I can I can respect that. Besides yeah. the whole um Scientology thing y'all got oh, going sure. on, sure. which is a mess. Sure. Um please don't kidnap me, Tom Cruise. <laughs> <laughs> Clearwater's a really nice place. Yeah. Um and like it's named like for the right reason. Like the, yeah. that water is beautiful for and sure. it's a cool little town. Yeah. Um yeah. and is that just because like that's like sentimental to you uh or like you actually thoroughly enjoy i, clear I water thoroughly that much. Enjoy, yeah I okay, cool, cool, cool. all yeah. right so top three to travel to um somebody who's not not that has never never traveled before necessarily but like if somebody was like landon you're like you're the guru you're the traveling guru where should i go like to like get me going on that path all right uh new orleans um you're gonna get cajun culture you're gonna get food you're gonna get 
um, drinks, you're going to get parties, you're going to get everything that you want in New Orleans. Um, I would say El Paso or San Antonio, Texas. Why El Paso? It's right on the border of Juarez, um, Juarez City, which mm-hmm. is in Mexico. You can walk across the border. It's one of the only border crossings, so you could literally walk into Mexico. That's from really the United nice. States. Yeah. yeah. Um, but there you have a sense of true, true South. Western. When people think Southwestern, they almost think of Phoenix, Tucson, things of the sort. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking um, El Paso, San Antonio. And San Antonio is similar to El Paso? Uh, San Antonio would give me more authentic Southwestern culture. El Paso is going to give me authentic, truly authentic Mexican-American culture. Okay, cool, cool, cool. And number three? Um... Don't think too hard. Anywhere. Anywhere you've been. Anywhere you haven't been. Um, I would say Puerto Rico. San Juan. Any... Are we counting that as a United States city? Uh, if... We can. We definitely can. It's a territory, yeah. right? Are you going to ask me about countries? Yeah, probably. Be, so would, let's keep <laughs> let's keep San Juan for later. Uh, okay, um, then I'm gonna give it to. Um, if you say Reno, I'm ending this podcast right now. No, I'm gonna be so uh, mad. No. Uh, probably Detroit, Michigan. Why? Um, it always goes back to those expectations. Okay, and, I was gonna say because like I don't feel like anybody would have good expectations. And oh, well, I I feel bad for saying that now, but like it's also Detroit. No, that's you're right. And that's what society deems about, like, Detroit. So then you go there, you talk to the people. And, the dude, the people... Flint. Detroit or Flint. Okay. Uh, Just don't drink the water. Dude, I... Yeah. But you would go up and talk to those people. Sit with a stranger on a, on a bench and talk to them. And be like, so when you went through this epidemic or whatever, how did you shower? When you went to McDonald's and you said, can I get a water with that? Because you're dehydrated. And they handed you a Dasani bottle how do you feel about that like that's not even tap water like do you feel like you're in a third world country like things of the sort and those people have so much hope and glow and they're like yeah dude i would live in an awful situation but like um somehow they maintain like yeah dude they're they're, still living their lives they're pissed but yeah exactly they're still like they're still trotting they still have to live every day um and that's a really cool place because your expectation of it is kind of run down and then the people there aren't run down um streets and things might be but Mm -hmm. uh the culture is not and the people aren't and all right let's set some low expectations what are your three like least favorite cities to travel to um let's put it out there one that's super overrated is greensboro north carolina it kind of sits in a trio of winston-salem raleigh durham greensboro uh things of the sort when you land at GSO, which is Greensboro, Greensboro Airport, um, they don't have any form of public transportation. It, You get a little Uber, and it takes 35 minutes to get there. Then you get in the city, and it's, yeah, it's just a shit show. It's just <laughs> okay, right. number There's two. no number culture. Two. Um, My man really doesn't like Greensboro. Yeah, no, that's a shit show. Uh Truly, any some of them Sioux's up there, like the Sioux City, Sioux Falls, 
Sioux City is in South Dakota. Sioux Falls is in... Okay, I've never heard of those. No, Sioux Falls is in South Dakota. Sioux uh, City is in Iowa. Okay. Um, Hold up. Pause it for one second. Three, two, one. All right, sorry about that, guys. We had to cut out for a second. So we were in the middle of talking about your three least favorite cities. Number one was Greensboro, which not a fan of. Not a fan. What's number two? Um, The Sioux Cities... Um, Sioux City Falls, South Dakota, and Sioux, no, Sioux City, Iowa, and Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Um, I think I would, might, even though they, it's like those expectations where they, they were very low and then they didn't meet them and then I was like, this place kind of sucks. It's almost like I would want to go back because I like, I want to see a spark there. Okay. Um, it just. What, what about it like was just overall not enjoyable? Um, it's cold, it's barren, they know that, and there's a certain particular type of person that loves being, like, that loves, like, farming, and mm-hmm. loves that type of, like... And that's that, that's that place for them. Yeah, exactly, okay. and they, they, they're like, this is home, I love this, mm-hmm. and then you go there and you're like, dude, this is, like, people drive 50 minutes to come shopping here, this place sucks, like, mm-hmm. this is all you got, um... Yeah, okay, just, and what about number three? Um, off the top of my head, I would have to probably give it to Wichita, Kansas. Um, <laughs> I just I just find that funny because it's Kansas. But yeah, why? nothing in Kansas is that good. And then... Uh, bourbon is good. Or is that Kentucky? That might be Kentucky. Yeah, bourbon. Yeah. That's Kentucky. Uh, Wichita, Kansas has the Westboro Baptist Church in it. What's that? Um, Shay, you sound like you know about that. What is that? Can you explain that a little bit? Uh, isn't that the cult? Yeah. That's a cult? Yeah. Please, like, please, like, please they explain. They, like, scream at people. And... Like, they are diehard, like... They're all... It's an alt-right church. Yes, yeah. and they... Okay. under Christian values. It's so bad that they go to military that funerals. And they go and they blame the military veteran for passing away. And they're like, you're going to hell because you fought for a country that accepts gay rights. And then they go protest. Even though they fought for their country? Yes, they go protest at these people's funeral. Like, right, like, beside the, yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Is that something outside of Kansas, or is that just in Wichita? No, um... Like well, actually, they pro- let, let me, they, let me, let me, they, let me they, ask you another question. When you went there, did you receive any kind of, like... What's, it, what, what's the word I'm looking for? Um... Discrimination? Um, in Wichita? No. But um, I have this really funny video. You got a video? Yeah. What happened? I will show you. And maybe you can describe it. We can also throw it on the fucking episode. Oh, okay, but... Is it bad? Am no, no. Am I going to get demonetized no. on YouTube? No, never. Why would you Not monetized that? yet. I need you all to help me out. Um... You're going to have to look through your Snapchat okay. memories no, for like no, an hour. No, it's literally right here. What do we got going on? Okay, so in the background it says God hates fags. And oh, are you twerking? 